Hello, Mighty Men of God, Joe Martin here, man builder, award-winning speaker, author, and Tanya's husband and Kendall and Faith's dad. Welcome to the Real Men Connect podcast, where we help good men become great men God's way. Every Wednesday, we interview some of the nation's most respected and accomplished men of faith to find out what it really takes to become the kind of husband, father, and spiritual leader God called and created us to be. Today is the Real Men Check-In. The Real Men Check-In is just a quick way to help you start your week on the right foot in the right way. Every Monday, I share personal insights, encouragement, and support that will move you beyond church to real change. I keep it short, I make it fun, and then I'm done. So let's get started. Real men figure out their fears so they can victoriously face them. <laughs> Let me say that again. Real men figure out their fears so they can victoriously face them. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And in some translation, they say sound mind. Now, when it comes to being a man, we know that pride can be one of our biggest enemies. A friend once told me that the letters in pride, P-R-I-D-E, stands for please remember I destroy everything. (laughs) Boy, I never forgot that one. And when it comes to our pride, there are several things that we as men are reluctant to do. And that's one, admit when we're wrong. Two, admit when we need help. Three, admit when we're feeling vulnerable. And even four, admit when we need directions. (laughs) But all these things can be summarized in the toughest thing we're afraid to admit. And that's to admit when we're actually afraid. In other words, our pride is fueled by our fears. We're afraid to admit when we don't know how to do something. We're afraid to admit our weaknesses and vulnerabilities. We're afraid to admit our doubts and insecurities. We're afraid to admit our mistakes. And ironically, we're even afraid to admit our fears. Well, this week, I wanted to tackle the topic of fear from a different angle by helping us understand our fears a little bit better, even if we're afraid to admit them. And why do this? Because we can only defeat an enemy that we understand. By understanding the root of our fears that we know come from Satan, we can become better equipped in using our faith to defeat him. Because we know that fear and faith cannot exist in the same place. Only one could reign and rule. And according to Hebrews 11:6, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So what do I mean by understanding the root of our fears? Well, a couple of weeks ago, a close friend and I were talking about why we as men are unwilling to ask for help when we need it the most. And you guessed it, we both agreed it's because of our pride. That's typically driven by our fears. (laughs) But then my friend said something very interesting. He said, Joe, I understand that, but all fears are not created equal. And I asked him, what do you mean by that? He said, we're not just afraid, but most of us don't really know what we're truly afraid of. All fears are not the same. And he said, I bet you most men don't know that fear has many faces. And after he said that, I thought for a moment and I said to myself, he's absolutely right. Fear is bad, but there are several different types of fears. And how can you ever expect to face your fears if you can't identify it? So as we talked about it, we discovered that there are six types of fears. And I want to quickly talk about each of them. So whenever you find yourself in a situation when you know you need to do something, but either find yourself paralyzed by it, running from it, ignoring it or just procrastinating when it comes to doing it, I want you to be able to identify the type of fear it is so you can use the word of God to defeat it. Quickly, here's what I call the six faces of fear. One is dread. Now, this is the fear when you just don't feel like doing something and you may not feel like doing it for whatever reason, but typically it's because it's unpleasant. Now, for me personally, it's doing my taxes. Since I'm self-employed and I run a nonprofit and a for-profit organization, I almost never get a tax refund. If anything, I owe Uncle Sam every year. So I dread doing my taxes because it's unpleasant and it usually costs me a lot of money. Now, I don't know what could be causing you dread, but it could be you having to communicate with your ex-wife, doing repairs around the house, talking to your wife about your finances or whatever. 
Now then there's doubt, the second type of fear. Now, whereas with dread, you don't feel like doing it, with doubt, you're afraid you may not do it well, thinking you're gonna fail when you do it. It's the fear of failure. Now that could be starting your own business, fear of spiritually leading your family, leading a group prayer, or even going into full-time ministry. Now, the third type of fear is anxiety slash worry. Now, this is when you're afraid of something bad is going to happen to you, whether you do anything or not. It's when we start expecting the worst to happen, and we start what I call catastrophizing the outcome. It could be losing a job, a medical diagnosis, suspicion of your wife being unfaithful, not being able to pay the bills on time, or even the stock market crashing. Then there's paranoia, the fourth type of fear. This is the fear of someone or a group of people doing something negative to you. You know, when you start thinking somebody's out to get you, waiting for you to fail or slip up. So you're afraid to disagree with an authority figure, trust your peers at work or the small group at your church, or afraid of being out in front because of what people might think. Basically saying you're afraid of your perceived enemies. Next, we have the fifth type of fear, insecurity. This is the fear of not being good enough, being wrong, not measuring up, or not meeting someone else's expectations, even your own. You're afraid to do something because you feel you might get rejected, be judged, or be thought less of. Now, this is a paralyzing fear because it's often driven by our concern about other people's perceived opinions of us. And the last type of fear is probably the most common one, and that's terror. Terror. That's the fear of danger, being physically harmed or even emotionally wounded. It could be your wife threatening to divorce you, your teenage daughter getting pregnant, your plane crashing, a parent or a child dying. Now, all you have to do to understand this type of fear is look at all the phobias that people have. Now, some may be irrational to you, but it's very real to other people. And those were the six types of fears that we came up with. And maybe you could think of even more, but I'm pretty sure whatever you come up with will probably fall under one of those six categories. So how do you face these six types of fears? Well, I kind of hinted at it earlier. You face them with the word of God, but I recommend using a specific verse to combat each one and then memorize that verse. For example, let's look at dread. That's the fear of not feeling like doing something because it will be unpleasant. Now my verse, Mark 8:35. For whoever tries to save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel will save it. What about doubt? That's the fear of not doing something well and failing at it. My verse, James 1:6. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. Or Proverbs 3:5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Then we have the fear of what? Of anxiety and worry. Fearing that the worst is going to happen to you. Now my verse, Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious or worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Also, you can use 1 Peter 5, 7. Cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Then we have paranoia. That's fearing your enemies are out to get you. Now, my verse for this one is Deuteronomy 31.6. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be afraid of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Also, you can use Hebrews 13.6. So we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Then we have the fear of insecurity. Insecurity, being afraid of not being good enough or not measuring up to other people's standards. My verse, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Proverbs 3.26, for the Lord is my confidence and he will keep my foot from being caught. And then we have the last type of fear, terror. Terror, that's afraid of physical or emotional harm. 
My verse, 2 Timothy 1, 7 that I used in the beginning, for God did not give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So the next time you're unwilling or reluctant to do something you know you should or must do, just ask yourself, what am I really afraid of here? Then ask yourself, what type of fear is this? Then call that fear out by name, and just like Jesus did with Satan in the wilderness, speak God's truth in faith directly to that specific fear. Because remember, real men figure out their fears first so they can victoriously face them. So that's the Real Men Check-In for this week. I hope that it blessed you. And if you found it helpful, please share this episode with other men who you may be mentoring or discipling. And make sure you check out our regular weekly interviews on Wednesdays. And to make sure you don't miss an episode, please visit our website at realmenconnect.com and join our growing community of real men. We also have a couple of free gifts waiting just for you. Real Men Connect is a listener-supported podcast, and we're now the number one radio podcast on iTunes for Christian men. Now, if this podcast has blessed you in any way and you'd like to help us continue to bless and transform the lives of even more husbands, fathers, sons, and leaders, please prayerfully consider financially supporting this ministry. Just go to realmenconnect.com and click on the donate button. And may God bless your faithful giving. Thank you so much for listening because without you, there would be no Real Men Connect. So keep downloading, subscribing, reviewing, and sharing us with the world. So until next time, I'm Joe Martin with realmenconnect.com reminding you that we are males by birth, but we are men by choice. So each and every day, choose to be the man God called and created you to be because a male is a terrible thing to waste. So until next time, stay strong, stay blessed, and as always, stay in his grip. Thank you for listening to the Real Men Connect podcast with Dr. Joe Martin. Real Men Connect isn't just a podcast. It's a mission, ministry, and movement to help good men become the great men God called and created us to be. And the best is yet to come. So if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave us a review in iTunes. It really helps us to build the podcast and to reach, teach, and impact more men, all for the glory of God. And make sure you check out realmenconnect.com to get our free tools and resources to help you go from good man to great man God's way. Again, that's realmenconnect.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next episode.